I've been hearing the same story for 30 years, Helen said to me, as we ate our lunch. I hate my job. It's terrible. It's killing me. But then where is she today? She's back at work. Helen is a life coach, and she was describing to me how one of the biggest pain points her clients have is that they feel trapped. They feel trapped in marriages without connection. They feel trapped in jobs that are unfulfilling and exhausting. They feel trapped by their parents' expectations, their kids' expectations, and their own ideas of what they should be doing with their lives. And as I ate my lunch sitting with Helen, I nodded because it's not just Helen's clients. That feeling of having our hands tied is so commonplace, I might even say it's universal. And feeling like we're not the one in control of our lives causes us a ton of distress. In this episode, we'll talk about where that feeling comes from, and, spoiler alert, that you don't have to feel it anymore, especially when it comes to your eating. You are not trapped by your past, nor are you doomed to repeat your current struggles. You are the boss of your eating, and we'll talk about how you are going to rock at this job. This is the Breaking Up with Binge Eating podcast, where every listen moves you one step closer to complete food freedom. Hosted by me, Georgie Fear, and my co-coach, Mary Claire Brescia. An interesting thing I observe every day is how we humans love to feel in control. There's something that feels so good about being able to make choices. And when we're in control, we can change the things that we want changed. We can cause things we want to happen to actually happen. It's powerful. And yet there's also something appealing about feeling like we have no control. If we aren't responsible for something, then no one's going to blame us if it doesn't go well. It feels safer to not be the one in power, because then we don't have the responsibility. If we're controlled, instead of being in control, it can feel safe. The higher the stakes are, the more we might feel like it's best if somebody else is at the steering wheel. I don't want to be the person who has to make life or death decisions. That's frightening. When it comes to food behaviors, you can probably sense both of these dueling tendencies in yourself at different times. If we know what we want and we feel confident, we're probably more than happy to select our own lunch decide what we want to have for dessert, and so on. But when we're less confident, or things start to get really difficult, it's easier to see ourselves as a victim of circumstance. We might say, well, it's out of my hands, the company's buying pizza for lunch, so I guess I'll have the pepperoni. And as you can imagine, this leads to more inconsistency with our food choices. I'm the first person to say, too much responsibility is crushing. Many of us are trying too hard for too many hours of the day as it is, And the theme of this episode is definitely not, you need to try harder and take responsibility. I mean, how condescending would that be? But the theme is that you can relax and take some comfort in the fact that you get to make the calls almost all the time. And the stakes are not that high, so it's okay if you make a mistake here and there. Want to know one of my favorite things about nutrition? I love that it's not like engineering or neurosurgery, where you really can't let mistakes happen. Eating isn't life or death. You can make a lot of mistakes with food choices, and things still work out beautifully in terms of your happiness and health. I've probably overeaten or undereaten hundreds of times. I lived on packaged food when I was a teenager, and here I am, healthy and happy. It's okay to see yourself as the boss. You are. And it's not a job that's going to crush you with pressure. I'd like to share with you 10 examples of things real clients have said 
when their food choices didn't go as they wanted. 1. Work was too stressful for me to cook dinner this week. 2. I don't have time to eat some days. 3. I don't cook veggies because my husband just doesn't like them. 4. I will go crazy if I don't eat that now. 5. I can't make healthy dinners because my kids won't eat them. 6. The food provider at the seminar was all unhealthy stuff, so there was really nothing I could do. 7. I couldn't help it. I just couldn't stop. 8. I can't say no when there's chocolate. 9. I'm powerless around potato chips. I'm seriously addicted. 10. When I'm traveling for work, eating well just isn't possible. Each of these 10 statements is one way or another of saying that the person doesn't feel like they're the boss of what they eat in that particular situation. They may feel like the boss is their emotions, their kids, their husband, or the company that provided their lunch. They might feel like their urges are actually running the show, or that they can't possibly get healthy food or resist temptation. But none of that is 100% true. Let's talk how to fight back. Here's a mindset I'd like you to consider adopting. It goes like this. I decide what I eat. No food is forced in my mouth against my will. I can always take steps to find a better option or decide not to eat. I am responsible for what goes in my mouth. I may decide not to go to undue efforts to obtain healthier food. For example, at a catered event where leaving isn't socially acceptable, I might decide just to eat what's there. But I'm always in control of how much I choose to eat. When there's a challenge, I can usually plan ahead and exert more personal responsibility over my food choices. I'm not going to go crazy, lose my mind, or otherwise self-destruct without a certain food. It just might be difficult. Some foods have been very difficult for me, but none of them control me. Some foods have caused problems for me in the past, but that does not always have to be the case. Do long days happen when you feel too tired to cook? Sure, they happen to me too. You can choose to eat out. You can choose something healthy from a delivery menu or a sit-down restaurant. You can choose to cook anyway, even though you're tired. Or you can choose to plan ahead and have your refrigerator and freezer stocked with ready-to-heat meals. You have options. You never have to rely on the food that someone else provided. Whether it's a long airplane flight, a conference that provides lunch, or an office party where they kindly buy everyone pizza, you always have the choice to bring your own food with you. My clients who have severe food allergies have to do this all the time because the airline food or catered lunch might not be safe for them. Sometimes it feels awkward, but after a few repetitions of bringing their own food, they realize nobody cares. Just because it's free doesn't mean it's the only option. If your spouse or children don't eat healthy foods and don't particularly want to change, that doesn't mean you can't eat them. In fact, there's something nice about knowing no one's going to steal your salad for tomorrow's lunch or fight you for the leftover Brussels sprouts. Also, I want to make the point that even though you are the boss, that doesn't mean you have to make healthy choices all the time. It's totally up to you. If you want to eat the donuts at the meeting, go get them. Rather than tell yourself you are powerless because of this or that, I'd prefer my clients say, I decided to eat a donut. Yeah, own it. Think of all the foods you ate this week. You chose to eat every one of them, even if some of those choices were low-nutrition foods that you chose just because they were convenient or just because they taste delicious. That's your right, because you are the boss. We've seen how accepting your role as the boss of your food can feel empowering and freeing. 
and how it can lead to more consistency in making decisions with less excuse making. But there's even more good outcomes. It's also the single best way to stop feeling rebellious. Many times, in an attempt to eat better or lose weight, we come up with rules to deny ourselves choices. No eating cake at the party. I will not touch the tortilla chips. That's it. No more Hershey bars. There's a subtle power at play here. When we tell ourselves no, it's like we're preventing ourselves from doing what we really want to do. This gets old, and then we tend to rebel and do the thing anyway. On the other hand, if we recognize that these are all viable choices, and that we can eat whatever we want, as much as we want, it gives us back the power. And then there's nothing to rebel against because no one's holding you down. Now, of course, food choices have consequences. So we can make choices based on what we truly want with an understanding of the outcomes. For example, I want to feel healthy. I want to have great energy for my workouts. So I choose to eat certain foods to get those outcomes. When I make these choices, I'm not being, quote, good in the sense that I'm obeying somebody else or being a good girl. In fact, eating mostly whole foods just confirms to me the value I put on being healthy and feeling well. I'm choosing to do what gives me the result I'm after. This is completely different to how I felt about healthy food back when I was counting calories. Now, I have been a near-professional calorie counter. I did it for years, day in and day out. And I always wanted processed food, sweets, cake, cookies, and muffins. Oh my god, muffins. I worked at Dunkin' Donuts as a teenager. We'll just say there were a lot of muffins consumed. I never got past that rebellion until I told myself that it was okay to eat those foods. When I gave myself the option to really eat whatever I wanted, whether it was healthy or unhealthy, I sort of realized, after a brief spree of processed food consumption, that I felt better when I ate mostly nourishing things and still included treats some of the time. Letting ourselves act like the boss takes away the sense that we've been, quote, so good and restrained ourselves from doing what we want, so we deserve to eat all the desserts or all the chips. Deserving has nothing to do with it. We always have the power to do as we please. So make the choices that lead to the outcomes you want and recognize that's not a sacrifice. It's you getting what you want. I invite you to think about your own sense of agency and power when it comes to your food. Are you giving yourself food rules and treating yourself like a slave or a subject? Or are you eating with a sense of free choice that anything you want, you can have? Do you feel rebellious when you think about what you should eat? If so, I recommend trying to stop using the word should and think about being in the driver's seat. You steer where you want to go because you don't have to answer to anybody when it comes to deciding how you want to feed yourself. I'm Coach Georgie. Thanks for listening.